Happy Friday, everybody. Hopefully you were having a good morning or afternoon or whenever you were listening to this. We have a lot to talk about. A lot of NFL news came out on Wednesday and Thursday. We dived into the College World Series. The NBA playoffs have actually been entertaining. Yeah, I think so. We uh we talk about livestock, of all things, at the end of this podcast. There's a lot going on, of course. If you would, so kindly, be a friend. Tell somebody about the show if you enjoy it. If you don't, of course, just act like it didn't happen. Don't tell anybody. Don't say it was bad. Just act like it didn't happen. That's the easiest way to go about this thing. Uh, we know that you come here so that you can be kept up to date on everything that everybody's talking about at the sports bar or the water cooler or whatever, and we appreciate you for letting us do that. So why don't we go ahead right quick, and we'll hit an ad, and then we're going to jump into the show. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything is the Friday, June 25th edition of the podcast. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we have got a lot of NFL talk this evening. Bunch of off-field stuff. And it's not even to do necessarily with players. But there's just all kind of stuff that the NFL is just dropping out there right now. I don't know what's going on. Uh, We got the College World Series. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We got uh, NBA playoffs. You know, I've actually been watching a little bit of this. I did. I, I barely watched. You should. Any, well, I barely watched anything in the bubble last year, but this go round like this has been fun. Yes, it I, is fun. I am. I am enjoying this immensely. Like this, these are fun matchups, and, and we got a bunch of teams that we're not used to. I think that's a big part of this. Like for whatever reason, we got underdogs everywhere. Well, it's not just underdogs, but this is this is what I have I have cried out to to everybody that I know that has been crapping on the NBA over the last couple of years. We all complain, I myself included, nobody is a bigger griper or complainer than me. We all complain that we hate that the NBA does super teams and we hate that it's the same teams and it's super predictable. And before the season starts, we all know who's going to be there at the end. So why does it even matter? And that's the reason the ratings suck. Well, we don't have that. The basketball gods have blessed us with the destroying of all super teams. Some would say that the Clippers try to be a super team. I would say Kawhi mega superstar, Paul Pierce, mm, eh. uh, Paul George, Paul George. Yes. Sorry. Paul George. (laughs) eh, I'm not giving you playoff P yet as a super team. Do those two individuals make? Um, And, and so they, they fit the mold of it's just two stars, two stars, not three stars. And, and, and one of them I'm using the star pretty loosely more like a satellite than a star and uh and so i you know 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I love this Suns team. I love this Bucks team. Trey Young is an absolute phenomenon as a villain. He is playing the heel better than anybody I have ever seen play the heel, and I love it. I really he, love it. He learned a lot from wrestling. He learned he a lot from wrestling. It's it's He's really so good. good. So yeah, that uh, the Bucks with uh, with Giannis, like I, I thought they were done twice in this playoffs, and yeah. and they still continue to make. Whatever happened, right. the Hawks, I never would have imagined this. The Suns, who would have thought? Now CP3 is coming back. Uh, Kawhi is is not back. Like, this is, this is interesting stuff. So, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it here in just a little bit. We'll, we'll actually close the show talking about NBA. Um, right. First off, let's, let's do the rundown. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. That is where you can find everything you need to know about us, including every single show that we do, uh, including our SBR show. SBR College Football Show every Wednesday pops up over on their feed, over on their website. You can find it at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. As a matter of fact, if you're watching this, then uh, then you can see right behind Chris. There's a big thing. It says sbrpicks.com. Go and check it out. That is your one-stop shop for all of your college football gambling information. A bunch of analysis, all that. they got a good team over there. Go and check it out. You can also find it on YouTube. Just search out Picks. Very easy to do. Um, if you are listening to this, you are obviously listening to the podcast, and we appreciate you for it. If you would, be so kind as to leave a five-star review over at Apple Podcasts. That is the spot to do it. Uh, I looked at the Spotify numbers. Spotify really picking up here, man. Like, a lot of people listening to podcasts on Spotify, and if you are well, one... Listen, Apple, no, no. I, I No, I'm going to besmirch Apple. Apple's new update is horrendous. I am... a tech illiterate and i have not been able to find another podcast app that i like that works as well as apple and i i loathe if you're losing me as a customer who is a moron and married to your your stuff because it's user-friendly um you have uh made a boo-boo my I, friends i can believe that i, I need an app that. update tonight i uh i use overcast for my podcast I don't like that Overcast tried to charge me when I first came on. So somebody told me to do that. I like went into Overcast, whatever, and it was like, would you like to pay for this monthly subscription or this monthly subscription or move forward? And I was just like, move forward. I'm not paying for a podcast app. And a thing came up and was like, thank you for the $29.99 a year and whatever. And I was like, what the hell? What? Yep. I have. And so I canceled that. I canceled that immediately, promptly, and I deleted the app. Sons, sons of bitches being all sneaky for morons out here who don't read fine print or can't read well. I didn't even know that there was like a an option to... Shit, yeah, they've got a lot of subscription options. Is it to like get they rid will, of the ads or something? I don't. I have no idea. I know this, that they sneak that joker in when you're signing into Overcash for the first time. I had no idea. Yep. No idea. Hey, you know what, uh, you know what came out today? Season six of Revisionist History. Oh yeah, I do know that. Yeah, so I've not I gotten to listen to it yet. yet, but uh, but yep. I will be listening as soon as we get done recording. So that is that is my plan. But uh, but yeah, uh, I've used Overcast for years and years because I hated the Apple um podcast app. But oh, that the is, Apple one's always been amazing. It really has. Still, Anybody who hates that, I can't explain it to you. But now, yeah, now it's garbage. Yeah, that, well, there you go. There you go. It, it, it fits right into what I was saying. Right. So, but I've used Overcast forever. They didn't ask me to, you know, subscribe to anything when I first did it years and years ago. So, who knows? Who knows? But either way, 
If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a nice five-star review. And if you are on Spotify, hit that follow button. We certainly appreciate that. I get to keep up with those numbers. Those are really nice. So I, I can know, I, like, I know exactly what's happening, how long people are listening, like all that good stuff. It's a lot of fun. So uh, let's go ahead and dive into the first topic. You, uh, you ready to rock and roll? Yeah, man. Come on. Let's do it. First topic is the NFL is allowing a second helmet to be worn starting in 2022. The overlords have said, hey, you don't have to wear the same helmet every time. You know how in college you got certain teams that have like three A and new four? helmet every week? Yeah, they got like alternate un- uniforms all the time. In the NFL, o- Oregon wear, never wears the same uniform twice? Pretty much. I mean, when you got Nike in your back pocket, you know, might as well, right? But in the NFL, it has been for a little while now, one helmet. That's it. Now you one can helmet. wear so you, you can, can wear, wear you can wear jersey. throwback uniforms, but if you your throwback uniform helmet. looks like shit with the new helmet, we're sorry. Sucks to suck. <laughs> so what I they hate, have said uh, I hate these people. Let's see. Brian McCarthy, league spokesman, uh, tweeted Thursday teams must tell the NFL of their plans for an alternate color helmet for the 2022 season by July 31st, even though they won't be used for another year. The use of a second helmet was dropped in 2013 over concerns that wearing more than one helmet might not be safe for players. As those concerns have eased, clubs have lobbied for a second helmet because options for alternate jerseys were expanded in 2018, the league said in a memo sent to teams obtained by the AP and other media outlets. Uh, The the color of the helmet is not safe for players, Gary. So... That's we we've talked about that. Here's here's the other part of the rule: the second helmet can only be worn with so-called classic alternate or color rush jerseys, and all players must be fitted for both helmets before training camp. The league wrote in the memo. Well, yeah, um, I would not expect them. This is a billion-dollar industry that has had lawsuits over concussions. I would not expect them to just throw them out there with the cheapest, shittiest helmet in the world. It would be the identical helmet that they're wearing on their head now. It'll just be a different color. You don't think that in order to turn a profit, the people that make the helmet that they're wearing today might not make multiples of those helmets? You would think. Right. So, so if you know how big Tom Brady's head is, if you know the helmet that Tom Brady wears, you know the size, you know the specs, you know the makeup of it. If you know that, make him two. I'm surprised to, to find out they don't already have a backup. What happens if a helmet ever, God forbid, breaks on game? Is that player just out for the rest of the game because they don't have a second helmet? No, they they have to have a second helmet. They have like, to. They have to. There's no so to way say this that, is to say this is for player safety is the dumbest shit I've ever heard of in my life. I hate <laughs> this league. I love the I love the product. I've never football is the weirdest relationship that I have. It really is the weirdest relationship that I have. I love the product so much, but the entities, the individuals, the people that run college football and professional football have to be the most frustrating moronic people I've ever known. And they make millions upon millions of dollars. So, so growing up when your love for this sport really became entrenched inside you, did you ever think about the business side? No, never, never. I didn't have to because I was a child and I was young and I was a moron and I just wanted to love my players. The majority of people that are out there will never know that this is even a thing, right? The majority of football fans 
will never know that there if any of this helmet stuff was going on. They will nope. wonder why in the world did they wear these cool ass color rush jersey uniform, you know, helmet things back in 2012, 2013, and then they just stopped. Like, why did they used to do throwback helmets and now they just stopped? And now they're coming back around, and the majority of people are just going to look at, it, oh, that looks cool. Like, I can get down with that. Like, I'm going to go God. buy this new throwback jersey. But I kind of I envy those people yeah. to be like that naive and, and, and that just, just in the dark. And but, part of our issue is that we, we are no longer in the dark because you and I pay attention to all of the big business stuff that is involved with it. Yeah, I kind of, the other side of me, I kind of want them to know what I know because oh, yeah. I want them to hate these people as much as I hate these people. <laughs> I want them exposed for being the morons that they are. Don't tell me we didn't let, we won't let the Patriots wear the white helmet with their throwback reds because it's a player safety issue because we don't know that that white helmet's going to be as safe as the gray helmet that they wear. Really? You don't think that the people that make the gray helmet aren't making the identical helmet in white? That's that, This is the dumbest shit. I, I don't even know how to have an intelligent conversation with people about this. <laughs> like, I just feel like an up. old man yelling at clouds because anybody who can't understand that this is bullshit on the face of it is obviously an idiot. You you do understand that logic left this country a long time ago. I, I know, <laughs> in but in a lot I of facets of uh, business, and I, I I understand that it's just it's, it's it is infuriating. It's, it's maddening. It's yes. maddening. It it does drive me insane. Absolutely Every time insane. somebody tries to tell me they're doing something for safety's sake, my immediate spidey sense goes off, and I just say, "Oh, this is bullshit. Oh, this is this is just bullshit." Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. You're trying to sell me something. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um. I am glad at the end of this, at the old man yelling at clouds, I'm very glad this is happening because for years and years and years, my Patriots, the best helmet in football, in my opinion, is the white Minuteman helmet. I believe that it's not a homerism. I really do think it's one of the coolest logos in sports. I really love it. It's it's my favorite throwback uniform with with the with the red jerseys. So in the white pants. That's that's I'm just glad I'm getting that back. Well, yes. oh, but I can't get it this year. I can't get it this year because we don't know if we can get that helmet in white safely in 2021. You'll get it next year, though. Okay. Yeah, but they but they have to get it done. Th- those are all special order, by the way. Yes, we they have to get, get it, it done. Can't get them in white this year. You have to get it done in July of this year in order to have the helmet by next year. Oh, you got to get it approved. You got to approve. You got to ask the master. You got to ask Massa if we can, if we can, are we allowed to have white? Maybe they'll tell us no. Maybe your, your alternate color <laughs> uniform is Navy. So you don't get, you don't get a white helmet. You don't get white. You can, you can, yeah. you can use a silver or you can use a Navy helmet, but that's, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> it has to get approved Gary, because somebody might come out with a green helmet, but your colors are, I don't know, yellow and red. I, Okay, I, I, who would do that? Nobody would do that. Nobody would do that. I I, tend, I agree with you. I agree with you 100. percent I hate the, uh, I hate these it's people. Ridiculous. I really want to just go to the topest tallest building in New York and throw them off of it. Just throw them off of it. Push them off. Let's go. I, that's that's harsh. Let's just go to the Brooklyn Bridge and throw them off of that. They, 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 at least they, they might, fall in water. They might if they can that. swim, <laughs> they survive. If they can't, that's nah, on them. If you're an adult yeah. and you don't know how to swim, I'm sorry. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers for a minute. <laughs> hey, I like this story, too. This makes me happy as well. The Steelers released six-time Pro Bowl guard David DeCastro on Thursday. And 
Now, this was due to a non-football injury designation. Yeah. Uh, DeCastro's yeah. been battling ankle issues. He's evaluating whether surgery is required. Um, retirement is a strong option for him. Uh, it does it's been save, a league for a long time. Yes, a very long time. It does save the... Um, it does save the Steelers like $8.4 million in cap space this season. That's right. That's um, right. But That's a good thing. As soon as you and I started recording and whatnot, news came down from Agent Drew Rosenhaus that the Steelers have agreed to terms with former Pro Bowl guard Trey Turner on a one-year deal. Uh, yeah. Trey Turner uh, used to play for the Chargers. Um, I mean, he's been all over the place, it seems like. Uh did it uh, draft I think he's somebody that's been injury prone a lot too, but but maybe maybe I'm mistaken him. Um, the Chargers offensive line has just been a cesspool of injuries over the last hell almost a decade. Um, but they had to address this. I was curious what they were going to do as we're getting this close to the season and we're starting to finalize rosters and or like not really finalize rosters, but put rosters together going into mini camps and things like that. Yep. Um, I was I was very curious as to what what the Steelers were going to do mainly because they this is a team that has historically had a great offensive line every year last year they did not mainly because of injury and and losing a guy that's been an anchor on that line with an old aging quarterback probably not what you want replacing him with another kind of veteran professional and not a young rookie maybe that might not be ready for the league yet it is obviously the best option yes Yes, indeed. Uh, he was selected to the Pro Bowl five times. I as thought a, six times. Uh, no, no, Trey Turner. Trey oh, Turner. Turner. Okay, five yeah, yeah. Five times I, I as, about a, to say. as a Carolina Panther. Yep. So, and then he played for the Chargers last year. He started nine games for them. Um, you know, he only had a one-year deal with them, and now he's got a one-year deal with the Steelers. He'll come in. I would imagine he'll be all right. We'll see. Yeah, sure uh, the Steelers have got offensive line issues. I mean, they already yes. had it even before the Castro situation, yeah. uh, DeCastro. And, uh, you know, we'll see what ends up happening. You know, they they chose I think to they're going to save money on that deal. They didn't sign Turner. The, the money for Turner is not available yet, is it? Not yet. Not yeah, yet. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet Turner's not going to hit him for the $8 million that DeCastro cost him. No. I, I would I, imagine uh, probably. I would imagine just less. Let's see. Probably. Let's. Oh, it was $8.75 million in cap space. Um my guess is it's going to be around somewhere like four, four to five million. So they'll, they'll yeah, I was about to say they're going to save some some money on that deal and have somebody who hopefully will at least be a body that can be there the whole year, not an injury prone guy. Yep, yep. And we'll, I mean, obviously you never know. He only played nine games last year, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, there is something about playing for the Chargers where you just happen to be injury prone. <laughs> God, man, that that it's, and it's specifically their their line more than anything else. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. The secondary is that issues too. Um, yeah, think about Derwin James and, and that. Well, part, that, but so. that could just be Derwin James, though. I mean, it's entirely possible. But they, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. It doesn't matter who the GM is. For the last decade, at least, their offensive line has been just a a, a problem of injuries yes it's just a revolving door of people coming in and out it's just nobody yeah. no no matter how great you are you can't stay healthy there's no lineman yep. and i i can't explain that that's yeah. a it's a weird phenomenon that i don't even try to figure out well we, we talked about it with the washington football team for a long time it, it could be something to do with the medical staff uh yeah because you, never you would know. think or that as coaching staffs change over though those things would have eventually some coach is going to come in and say look man 
would, would like think. a different set of doctors, but maybe not. Maybe maybe it's not. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we will stay in the NFL, and let's go ahead and talk about what's happening in 2023. Something that you and I talked about, uh, I mean, at multiple times, and they are finally going to do it. They are accepting bids from cities other than Indianapolis to host their annual scouting combine starting in 2023. Uh, all NFL teams will have the opportunity to let the league know whether they have interest in hosting the combine as well as upcoming NFL drafts and Super Bowls, which is a pretty cool thing. I I think everything that the NFL does should be uh, bid out. Like, they should be renting this stuff out to go to whatever city. Now, it's not like anybody can just, at least not massive crowds, can just walk into the NFL combine. Like, no. there's... There are a few people. How many was it in 2019 when uh when your buddy Dave Jack went? Like 500 well, people got to go in or something. Yeah, there wasn't a there wasn't a lot of people. There yeah. wasn't a lot of people when Dave Jack went in. No, because because and because there's only certain sections of the stadium that they're going to allow you to sit in. They they want the coaches and the GMs to be very much away from any any rum dumb any yes. any moron that can buy a ticket they they don't want to be a sitting next to bill belichick uh, yes. let's say that you are correct about that uh they would like to protect I, sean mcveigh from having to sit next to a guy like me and and watch in the scout so so i i was curious why they would be bidding this out but i think the biggest part of this is you're going to bring a ton of people to a city, yeah, and it's going to help the economy because yeah. you've got all of these different NFL teams, all these coaches, all these GM, all these people that make a ton of money, and all these players that are going to be having meetings, etc., uh, that are all going to be wanting to go out to dinner and do all this stuff. They're going to be renting out hotels. It's good for the cities. I think yes, this is no, a, it's a great, great for idea. the cities. It, it's not just that. All of these players, most of their families are coming. Yeah. Like, like you're going to have people in your town for the you know the two three weeks that this is going on this is a big deal yes yes this is I, a big deal. I do think so as well um the combine's been held in indianapolis since 1987 uh only the medical portion was held this year due to the COVID 19 pandemic um but you know 2022 combine scheduled to be there as well indianapolis expected to make a bid to continue hosting events uh but starting in 2023 it will have competition the indianapolis business journal was the first to report it uh, which is the result of the NFL's continued push to evolve its marquee events. The success the league has had in rotating the location of the draft in recent years is part of the motivation for trying the same thing with the combine. I I think this is a great idea. Like no, have them, I love have them it. all I don't in different see, places every year. Yeah, like, I, I see no reason why you shouldn't be doing this. Well, and here's the deal: the best thing they could do is move it to the cities, especially that are probably never going to get a Super Bowl based on weather and location um and and your small town middle america cities the midwestern cities are your kind of i'm gonna crap on a city like your jacksonville's like like nobody wants to go to jacksonville but let's like let's like support jacksonville for a minute let's you know let's put this thing you know in in these other towns kansas city would be an amazing place to host this thing because the people of kansas you know that area the kansas city like area in missouri and kansas and, and surrounding areas want to be able to go there for stuff like this just to even be around it you know, you hear stories all the time of just sitting in the bars at St. Elmo's or these other water and holes around Indianapolis. And then 
all of these, you know, coaches and GMs and agents are just hanging out in the same place you're hanging out, having yeah. the same beer you're having. And there's something for the every man that's a huge football fan that even if I can't get in, if I can't get a ticket just to be around that city for a while, moving it around gives more football fans that ability. I don't believe that they will host it in cities that don't have domes. Uh, I disagree with that. I think all those cities all have indoor facilities that you can practice it in. Is that enough to... Well, yeah, I, I would assume that they yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. Okay. Guaranteed. Because okay. they have they have media areas. They, know. they would figure... I think you would find a way to figure it out. I do think you'd find a way to figure it out. Because that's... Like, I think the places they won't host it in are places like New York, L.A., Vegas, because yeah. this is not something that you need that for. You don't want it in a city with a lot of distractions. I wouldn't put this in Atlanta or Houston or Dallas. I would put it in Green Bay. I would put, and yet Green Bay doesn't have a dome. Kansas City doesn't have a dome. Cleveland doesn't have a dome. Cincinnati doesn't have a dome. But these are places that it needs to be. Buffalo doesn't have a dome. But yeah. like those are cities that it needs to go to. Well, and, and same because with they're the not big cities at all. Yeah, same, same with the draft, I think. Yeah, and same with the well, the draft. I guess you can kind of put it anywhere. Chicago did it, and Chicago's a huge city. Yep. Nevada, they, Nashville's they a big did, city. It's going they to did Vegas. Just do, uh, I, Cleveland. So, yeah, they did it. No, the, I think the draft can go anywhere. Yeah. I really believe because that's about stars. The combine is not about stars. The combine is about about teams just evaluating the you know the sixth and seventh round draft picks yeah i mean that's that's the majority of the combine is we're watching it for the few stars that we know we're going to get drafted most of those guys aren't showing up to the combine all your first and second round guys aren't going to the combine to begin with yeah the combine the combine is about day three guys and and your real sports nuts your 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 real nerds that want to get deep into it you, there's no reason to put that in Vegas. There's no reason to put that in, in in LA. There's just no reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're right about that. You are right about that. Um, staying on the NFL, like I said, we had a lot of NFL topics to discuss today. Let's uh let's hit on the fact that the NFL has said that they will not be offering player stipends for any player that voluntarily opts out of the twenty twenty one season due to COVID nineteen concerns. I we had to know that this was going to happen. Um, but I, I just, I, it didn't even cross my mind that there might be players that decided to sit out this season for COVID-19. I just, as, as open as things around us have been, I never would have imagined that that was a thing. Now, we've talked about all the different ramifications if you don't get a vaccine. We talked about that with Cole Bisley on the, uh, on the Monday podcast, right? Yep. But this is really interesting. Now, obviously, there are some players that have, uh, that are, I guess, qualified as high risk, I guess. If they have something up with their immune system or whatever, they can't get the vaccine for whatever reason, so forth and so on. Um, but I think that this is a, I mean, this is a strange thing. It says a total of well, 67 at some point in time, you got it out. Yeah. Yeah, you Go just got to get back re- to normal. Like you, you yeah, just, it's, yeah. Well, it's not just get back to normal. It's you as a business person, I can't pay somebody's salary for not working. It, last year we did. Well, no, last, last year, year last year was not. Um, and so they got the player stipends. No, if no, you said no, uh, vol- voluntary you opt the player outs, stipend. Uh, received a hundred and fifty thousand dollars stipend in twenty. Yeah, they got the player stipend. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, here. But, it, but they didn't get their contract. Like no, they didn't get I, you know. 
I understand that. But this is saying they're not getting the stipend now. Right. So what I'm saying is, is you've got to pay people to work. I can't, you can't just opt out of working now and not, and me still pay you the 150,000 stipend. Like I can't, I just can't do that. At some point in time, I have to be absolved. I like the owner. I know nobody feels sorry for the billion. I know that I'm not asking you to feel sorry for them. I'm asking you to understand business from their perspective. At some point in time, you can't just keep forever paying guys to not work. Oh yeah. Now they, they did agree that only high risk players will receive a stipend of $350,000. Uh, voluntary opt-outs will not. Will not. That's will, what I'm saying. They will not get anything. Um, so you have to be... So it was a total of 67 players that opted out last year before vaccines were available. I would imagine that number this year in the single digits, probably, as far as oh, high no, risk. Guaranteed single digits, there's a there's a chance it's zero. Yeah, it's, it's entirely possible because it's, you know... It, I'm going to tell you this. You set out two years of football... Like you, There's you're a real not good chance back. you're just not coming back. You're going to take the stipend and then you're going to retire. Yeah, and it, which is which is certainly strange. Oh, it's weird. Uh, teams might not be permitted to challenge if a player's COVID nineteen infection is football related if the player was fully vaccinated at the time he contracted the virus and the player received an initial negative test upon timely reporting to preseason training camp. Also, a team cannot challenge if a fully vaccinated player tests positive for COVID nineteen upon returning from a bye week. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. The NFL and the Players Union also agreed that fully vaccinated players who have a per-game roster bonus are eligible to receive that bonus even if they miss a game because of a COVID-19 diagnosis. So if you are vaccinated and you catch COVID-19, um, you're still going to get paid. That's right. Like, we just not, like, we're not going to let you on the field, but you get paid. So, which is perfectly fine. I'm okay like, I, I'm okay with that deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with, with all of this right now. Like yeah, it, oh, it, that's fine. All this seems reasonable. All yeah. this seems... We're all we're still in like, strange I'm a, waters. I'm a very understanding person. I try to be a very reasonable, rational person. I don't know about rational. I, I fall off handle a lot. <laughs> but I, I try to be reasonable, though. I mean, if you give me something that makes sense, I'll I'll, I'll hear it. And I, I think this is reasonable. I don't think they're asking too much of the players. I don't think they're, you know, not giving players the 350000 or 150000 or whatever the stipend is not giving that to them just because they choose to opt out, even though they don't have any medical history for opting out high risk reasons, then I can't, I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's okay to say, no, I don't, I'm not paying you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, let's, uh, let's move on. And we'll talk about what is happening in college football. The NCAA, and now this is not just college football, it's college basketball as well. Everything that has to do with the NCAA. The NCAA is drafting uh, interim NIL rules right now. This is their their big to-do this week leading into next week. Because on July 1st, hey, we had a seventh state added, by the way. Uh, and, and by the way, I, I mentioned Arizona. Arizona doesn't go into effect until next year. It's Texas that goes into effect on July 1st this year. They got added a little bit later 
Um, so Texas is the sixth state, and Kentucky signed theirs today, and it goes yep. into effect on July 1st of this year. So seven states will go into effect this season, and the NCAA is trying to figure out, like, how do we make this equal for everybody? Like, how it, it, we can't just have those seven states do this because once we get into, you know, recruiting time, this is going to be a major coup for all of these states. Like, this is going to be a big-time deal for Alabama, Auburn, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas, Texas A&M, blah, 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 right? So what they're trying to do is determine um, how they can uh, how they can put this together. It, this is what Emmert, uh, Mark Emmert put in his memo uh, that went across college sports. We are focused on providing you additional guidance to make the introduction of the NIL era as smooth as possible. Um, he said, although permanent NIL rule changes by July 1st are unlikely due to the legal environment, we are working with divisional governance bodies to develop interim solutions that will fairly allow student-athletes to take advantage of NIL opportunities regardless of the state in which they are enrolled. Um, what are your thoughts here? I don't... I don't understand why the states have to pass any laws. I don't know what these laws say. Like they just say that the NCAA can't infringe upon your right to make money. Basically. We already have laws that say that they're antitrust laws. Those are federal statutes, by the way. Like why don't I think these schools should just start doing it. We, I said this Monday when we did our show, If, if I'm, if I'm LSU, I would just, I would just start branding these kids and getting them out there and getting them paid now, today. I don't even wait for July 1st. Why are we waiting for July 1st? These states that passed it and have it doing it next year or the year after. Why did you put a year down the road on it? I don't understand why we have to wait. What is the waiting period? Just start doing it and then yeah. and then see if the NCAA comes down on you. Because I don't think they will. I don't think they can. And I would just do it. I don't need the government to tell me it's okay for me to go to a car dealership, sign some autographs, and get paid. I don't need the government to tell me that I can make a commercial for for a a, 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 a you know car something, a product, yeah. whatever, a, a, anything, a restaurant, a bar, a product, or whatever, a service, and 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 I can get paid for that. I don't need the government or the NCAA to tell me I can do that. Now you've needed the NCAA to tell you you can do that and still play sports. They've been kicking you. I don't think they're going to kick you out now. If your no. state has passed it and you go get a sponsorship and go get paid to do it, what is the NCAA going to do? Well, your state didn't make it okay, so we're coming down on you. No, no, they're not going to do that. They can't do that. They know that that would be career suicide, and if they did it, it would make me happy because I want them to commit career suicide. I want them to not be a thing anymore because i think they're really bad at the things that they do i would just do it i i will tell you this i, I want to know what these laws actually say i know that right. we have the mississippi what did mississippi write that oversees supersedes the ncaa's already bsa is not a governing body they're they're governing for sports only in yes. these colleges how can how can why do we need a law to supersede them well to to allow the students to still be able to play like that's the deal these laws but, that are going into effect are for ncaa athletes so and what if the, what if the ncaa said we don't care about your law they're still suspended every game that they win we're going to take off the record book and we're not going to allow them to play in our championship games that opens them up to 
uh, lawsuits. Well, and they so already know that the, they would lose these lawsuits. Well, let's say the scoutist thing didn't happen. Okay, let's say the Supreme Court thing didn't happen yet. All right. Okay. What would these laws do to to uh, stop the NCA from doing that? The, the NCA would be in violation of what? Uh, Some state law. State state law in the state of Mississippi by not yeah. letting them play in Atlanta. I don't yeah. think Mississippi has that jurisdiction to do that. Yeah, but the NCAA doesn't have the jurisdiction to be able to stop a student athlete from being able to to collect. Make my, right? But I've but I we've said that forever there, Gary. Right. This I know. isn't new. July first doesn't make the NCAA <laughs> magically lose their powers. July first doesn't change anything. They haven't had these. This is this is the emperor has no clothes. Yes. This is a thing where they're they've been naked the entire time and nobody's been willing to tell them you're naked. Yeah. You're not clothed. Like this is a situation where they they've never had this power. All somebody had to do was just call them on it. What they what they should have done, like rather than, because right now the only like rule that they have in the NCAA book right now is anybody that is paid for their athletic performance is ruled ineligible afterwards, right? So you you cannot play if you're being paid. But that's not true play. for college athletes. That's not true, Gary. You can't be paid for anything in college athletes right, right, based because, on the old rules. Not but, just for your performance. No, no, no. You but can't it, it be. Pay, you can't do. go get a job anywhere. It has to do with your. No, no, no. You can get a job. It just no, can't, can't be because you're a football player. But that's always Gary, been the deal. No, there's there's zero football players, zero football players in the NCAA that are employed anywhere. Because they would say you only got that job because you're a football player. Correct. Now they used to have jobs, but yes, and but then the NCAA said you can't. So that's maybe I'm incorrect on that. I don't you are that. incorrect. They so, can't even have internships that are paid. Well, and so they will be able to do internships. I know uh, they will. They're, they're going to be able to get stuff. paid. They're now right. going to be able to get paid. But my my thing is is the I don't know why it took all, I don't know why it took all this time for these schools to realize we don't have to listen to you. You're yeah. a made up governing body. You're not the, the real court. You're not the, you're not a real governing body. You're fake. Right. You're, you're made up. We made you up. We created you. We yes. can destroy you. The easiest solution to all of this would just be for Emmert to come out and say, Hey, this one thing that's, that's in here about you being ruled ineligible. We're not going to enforce it. Like here's yeah. the memo that goes out to everybody. Here is the until we can get rules like, on this, we're not yeah. going to enforce anything. Like, there's no but, reason to try and run something through right now. That's an interim thing. Just say, hey, we're not going to enforce this. We're, we're not like, going to enforce this until wild, until wild we West. get until we get all the rules up. Yeah. But but the thing that I've got a question about because this does pertain to my school, but it pertains to a lot of other schools. By the way, Auburn's got an, a notice of allegation uh, for basketball. Arizona's sitting on a notice of allegation for basketball. I'm sure LSU's got one. Um, what happens to all the old violations where they're in trouble for this very thing? Like, are you going to continue with that dog and pony show? Are you going to continue to prosecute people because they broke the rule before this imaginary rule came into effect? Um, like they broke the imaginary rule and, and now everybody's breaking the imaginary rule. How about, how about but you broke you it before it was cool. And so hold on, we're going to still how, hold you to the feet. How about I ask you a question? Okay. Do you think maybe this has something to do with why they have not heard all of these cases yet? Because that was all that FBI oh, stuff was I mean, 2017. 
Yes, I'm t- I've told you this for a long time. Everybody, every sports writer that I love, I love these guys. I look up to them, and they all, like, crush LSU. I, how do they stand on any principle, and they still have Will Wade as a coach? I'm thinking, why the hell would you have fired him if you were the athletic director and you were happy with his performance? And you were happy with his performance. Why would you fire a coach that's good, that broke this bullshit rule that's about to go away? Why would you fire them? Just 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 for for show, for theater? That's I mean, what I want to ask these writers. That's what I want to ask them, but I don't know them and I can't ask them. I'm not insulting you. I love you. I love your writing. I've grown up with you. But why are you so offended by the fact that they still are employed at a place where people are happy to have them? I would love Bruce Pearl. I can't tell you that every Tennessee fan I know would rather have Bruce Pearl right now still as their coach. Yes. They wish they wouldn't have fired him. All of them. Not a few of them. All of them. I, I can explain this away to you. Uh, it's it all has to do with ethics. The people that you were talking about have been journalists for a a very long oh. time, so they look at it as uh, an ethical dilemma, right? He broke the rule he when it wasn't rule. okay to break the rule. Exactly, but That's now all it's it okay to break the rule. Yes, and and they uh, the people even that though you were they talking know about, everybody was breaking the rule, not just them, but they got caught breaking the rule before it was okay. Not that they're the only ones broke it. If they were the only ones cheating. If these three schools were the only ones cheating, I would feel differently about this. I understand and know that every school in major college basketball and football is cheating at some level. All of them, 100% of them, 0% of them are 100% clean. And therefore, I can't get mad. Forget that it's happened to my school. You, You know me. I was as consistent as consistent could be when Ole Miss got hammered. I just said, I can't get mad at this. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't in good faith think that this is okay to railroad this school when we know every other school in the SEC is doing the same shit. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, I, anyway. I, know, what, I know where you're coming from. I, I, you know uh, what? You're right. I never thought ethics. of that. Maybe the reason they drug their feet on all those investigations and didn't do anything with it is because they knew in the middle of the investigation they were going to lose this or this NIL was going to happen and therefore their investigation was going to get thrown to crap. Yeah, because, because it, the court of public opinion was never going to go in the NCAA's favor regardless right. of what happened. only survive on court of public opinion because they're not a real governing, governing body. body. Exactly. <laughs> they can only do what the the public allows them to do because yes. they're made up, because they're imaginary. It's, I love the fact that like every single show that we do, we can get into like a 10-minute diatribe about how much the NCAA sucks. And it well, never really easy. gets old. Well, it never gets old to us. I wish we had a relationship with the audience well enough to where they could communicate. Not mean on Twitter. That hurts my feelings. I actually do have feelings. Um, but, like, I could know, does it get old? Are you tired of hearing the same? Because I do feel like a broken record. I say the same shit all the time, over and over and over. But I don't like these people. and yeah. don't think they're good at their job. Forget me not liking them. If they were very good at their job or moderately good at their job – and anybody in the country thought they were good at their not just me in my opinion but in like not even the majority uh, all, uh, almost 50 percent of the people if you could win over like 40 percent of the people if i thought thought they were doing a good job i wouldn't be this harsh the fact that they are unanimously seen as incompetent makes me justify my hatred which means now that i feel like it's okay to do it i just want to do it more yeah yeah i'm with you I, mean, I I totally get it. 
I totally get it. Let's uh, let's move off of that. Let's stay in college sports, but let's talk a little bit about the College World Series. Oh man, this, this thing has, has been, been amazing, riveting television for the past week. I mean, it's just been unbelievable night after night. And last night, Vandy wins on a walk off, uh, wild pitch. That was thrown. Walk off, off. I mean, they just, trailed the entire game. They played like shit for seven and a half innings. Yes, and that, like they're young. They have a they have a pitcher that doesn't turn eighteen until July. Which is this guy is still bananas. seventeen years old, and he was smoking folks. But he gave up a run early because of two errors in the first inning, and he was furious. This dude went into the lot in the dug dugout and he didn't talk to anybody. His pitching coach tried to calm him down and he was basically F you get out of my face. Yeah. This team sucks. This team sucks behind me and I'm losing this game because these guys suck. And this is a college world series, the biggest stage in the world for college baseball players. And I'm making, I'm, I'm working my ass off and these guys look like morons behind me. And you know what? It's the one sport where you can kind of throw everybody else under the bus if you're a pitcher out there doing everything right and they're just kicking the ball all this is Vanderbilt too this yeah. is one of the best baseball teams in the country they're trying to go back to back on this joker they're the last college world series champion we got and he was pitching his ass off gave up a couple of runs because of a lot of errors man it was bad the way they fought to come back was unbelievable baseball yes. unbelievable television and then you get a walk off uh wild pitch just just oh and the crowd crazy the crowds have been absolutely amazing like just amazing uh the yep. mississippi state game well state, now they've had two games it, it, mississippi state, if yes. you're a state fan hold on to your butts brother because yeah. that, that is, is the, that the is not for the weak hearted that is not for the weak-hearted at all. I am not a state fan, Gary, and I am like I've taken years off of my life sweating these games out. That's a, I did the same thing the other night. Um, I'm telling you, they their come from behind win over Virginia was something that you you only see like in the movies. I mean, it's yeah. just it's absurd. Like what yeah. what were they down five nothing? Was it they're five down five nothing? nothing. No, they're down five nothing. So yeah. and, and come back. No, they were down four nothing. They four got nothing. it to four two, and then Texas uh, Virginia scored again. It was five two, and then they came back from that. Unbelievable. The first game against Texas was un unbelievable. Their pitcher, their starting pitcher, the balls on this guy. Oh my god, the gonads <laughs> on him made me so proud. Made me so proud to be a Mississippian. This guy, this guy struck out Gary. Oh no 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 no! Hold on hold on. It was it was uh. uh it was not four to two. It was so Mississippi State scored all six of their runs in that eighth inning. So they went up six to four on them in, oh, in wow. one I don't inning. Remember that for some reason I thought that it was four to two no, at some point. It was, in time. So it was four to nothing after the second inning, and State came back, scored six runs in the eighth, and it was just it was hit after hit. It was you could you could feel it coming up, yeah. and then they gave up one run in the bottom of the eighth. And then no runs in the ninth. And, man, like, the Mississippi so State let, fans. So, let me tell you about the Texas game. Yeah. They got this guy. I don't even Sunday know any of these guys' name. Yeah, Sunday night. This is the best baseball game I've watched in a long time. It was a pitching duel. When I say a pitching duel, this young kid final. for State. This young kid for State. At one point in time, he they had gotten a total of 16 outs. And he had struck out 14 of them. That – 
That's a uh, pitcher that's a, for uh, for state was Bedner. Bedner, that's it. Yep, Bedner. So anyway, he would struck out fourteen of sixteen guys. Finally, gives up a walk, and they're going to pull him right. Yep. Before they pull him, the pitcher gets on the mound. Batter gets in the batter's box, and he quick pitches, and he gets strike one. And the Mississippi State coach jumps out of the dugout, and he says, "Time out, time out!" He's waving his hands in the air, and he's just staring at the kid. And the kid's about to pitch again. He's like, "No, no, no!" And finally, the umps call time out, and he quick pitched his own coach because he knew he was about to get pulled. Yep. And I'll be damned <laughs> if he didn't quick pitch his own coach. And I thought, man, the balls on that kid, dude. It's pretty awesome. I was like, I don't let him finish the at bat. The 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 closer comes in. He strikes that guy out. You yes. got to give him that strike. Has has anybody ever gotten fourteen and a third strikeouts? Can we give him the third strikeout since he got one I, of the three I would, strikes? I would love it. I would love it. I mean, sure. I, I want to see that stat. He got fourteen and a third strikeouts. So we well, can get four. You can get like nine and a third innings, right? So let's you can see get 14, the, the stat to say that he gave up uh, that, that he got fifteen strikeouts in the game. In uh, okay, in maybe he struck out another guy, but at at the point of the game where it was sixteen outs, yep, they had they had they had. Uh, he had only had he had only had fourteen strikeouts at that time, yeah. and I just thought that's that's insane. And then the closer comes in, I think strikes out another like six guys. I mean, it was yeah. it was ridiculous. They had like twenty two of the twenty seven outs of were strikeouts. Just never seen a pitching performance at Omaha. But you'd think, oh well, that's domination, right? Nope, nope. Mississippi State is up two nothing the entire game. Gives up a home run in either the eighth or the ninth. It was the bottom of the ninth. And you are sweating out the last out. They've got a runner on base in scoring position trying to fight for that last out. It was just heart wrenching to watch. And it was if you're a Texas fan, you're you're on the cusp of it. If you're a state fan, you just see collapse happen on every side. This is amazing baseball. People who don't get into college baseball, I can't understand people who are major league baseball fans who don't also love college baseball. Like I don't love college basketball. I don't love in the NBA. I like the NBA better than I like college basketball. But I don't I don't love basketball, okay? Yeah. I love football. It doesn't matter if it's college or pros, and we found out this spring, I'll even watch the little guys do it if it's the only thing on. <laughs> but, like, I like football. I like baseball. I can't understand people who love baseball but won't get into this. This game is so incredible. In this tournament, I – I do think this tournament's the best college tournament we have. I think it's better than the NCAA tournament. I really do. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree with that. I, I mean, it's this really is, fun. This is a lot of fun. The crowd is obviously very into it. A um, lot of beer, a lot of beer. Yeah, and and yeah. you know, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed the ESPN cameras have been finding the uh, the guys from Barstool on yep. at every game. And the Mississippi State games, Brandon Walker hosts uh, the Unnecessary Roughness podcast, which is the, the college football podcast for Barstool. Sure. And he is a huge Mississippi State fan. You know, yeah. used to cover them for uh, SEC country when that was still a thing. And he has been having the time of his life. That, no, listen, the, the two SEC guys there, um, um, uh, Brandon and Mitzi, yep. are, are both – doing hashtag grow the game and they're working their ass off to grow the sport of college baseball because it really is a great sport. It really is a great game. If you like baseball, 
then you should you should get into college baseball. It's a lot of fun. These kids are good, and, and it's it's so much more action than, than the majors because it's not just hoping for a homer. These guys really do. If you get a man on with no outs, they're gonna bunt him over. They're gonna sack bunt yeah. him over. They're gonna steal. They steal all the time. Stolen base attempts are crazy in college. You just don't get that in the pros. You just have so much more action. It, it it's unbelievable. It really is a great game. I, I've enjoyed every minute of it. I've watched all of it. We're doing this show right now, and the Virginia Texas game is on what's supposed to be on right now. Well, Thank it's, God it's, it's on a lightning delay. Yeah, it's a li- it's still a lightning. It was supposed it, to start. It might at not 6 get played o'clock. tonight. No, I think it it's might probably, not get played tonight. Probably going to get played tomorrow because uh, I mean we're we're at a two and a half hour delay already. Yeah. Um, probably not going to happen this evening, but we shall see. And then on Friday you got Vandy and NC State going at it again. NC State. I told you on last, what, Tuesday's show? I told you, like, hey, that team is hot right now. Like, that is a team I would not want to be messing with. But so far, the only undefeated teams, NC State won both of their games. Yeah, State and and NC. Yep, in Mississippi State. Mississippi State and NC State. Uh, Both 2-0 right now. So, we have not settled the finals. We're, We're not set up for that. But the finals will be, what, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week? Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, right. and then maybe, yeah, Wednesday, depending Wednesday, on. Wednesday, if it's necessary. Yeah, if it's necessary. So. so, it's been awesome. It's a great sport. If you like baseball, get into college baseball. And there are better teams out there every year. You know, we've got a, a couple of Notre Dame guys that listen or whatever. I'm telling Notre Dame's good at baseball, and their coach is really good. Go to Notre Dame games. That that yeah. regional that Notre Dame hosted this year, they allowed play, uh, fans in for free. Like they, yep. they, they didn't sell tickets, but they were trying to get people to go there. Go. It was a beautiful weekend in South Bend when they hosted that thing and almost nobody was there. Yeah, it's insane. Go, go, Support go, go, game. go. It's yeah. fun. Grow the game, right? Grow the game. Grow I'm, the game. With, I'm with Brandon Walker. I'm with Mitzi. Got to grow the game. I agree with you. And then uh, we'll close out with this. Let's close out with uh, the NBA playoffs. So uh, the stat that I wanted to bring up here, now, we talked at the beginning of the show about how much fun this has been. The Hawks have not won an NBA championship since 1958. The Bucks have not won one since 1971. And the Clippers and the Suns both have never won. So, we're looking at at least, if the Bucks win it, that's 50 years between championships. So, very few people that are listening to us right now have ever seen any of these teams win a championship. Like, obviously, we got some older guys that like to listen and whatnot, and we appreciate them. But the majority of our crowd is younger. You've never seen these teams be really good. Like, not in a while. Not, not in a while. In a while. The last couple of years, Giannis has made the Bucks really good. But, and and but the they Clippers, you know, yeah. when they had CP3 and Blake Griffin and whatnot, like, that was that was a legit team. Uh, but they never did anything with it. They never made it to the finals. Um, this is uh, – and the Suns have just been – Straight bum since uh, since since uh, since old school Nash and and uh, Marty Steyermeyer and all those guys. So this is uh, this has been interesting. We got some underdogs here that that people don't hate to pull for, and and this has been I mean incredibly entertaining games. All of them coming down. All the wide. games have been close. Oh. All of them have been crazy close games. They're amazing to watch. This, this, this was my call to folks on Twitter the other night and, and, and all the friends that I have that, that have crapped on the NBA for a while. It is it is your duty. It is your responsibility if you like basketball but have been crapping on the game for the super teams dominating everything to give them – reward them with your ratings. Reward them by turning the game on. I want the NBA to see – 
that that a game against Atlanta and Milwaukee is doing a bigger number than Philadelphia Boston of the last couple of years. Yes. Okay. I want them to be rewarded with that. All right. I want them to know that that that's going to get you a bigger number than the Nets and the Heat. All right. Big cities, big markets. Okay. I want I want the 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 people that put these things on to understand that we the fans speak with our eyes with our viewerships with our with our with our clickers and and i want people to reward them for and not that the league did anything to get this matchup these matchups but don't do anything to prevent these matchups you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so many times the star cities have gotten so many benefits yeah don't don't do any funny business don't bring out tim donahue to to officiate yeah. some of these games and and you don't have to have lebron and you don't have to have it, it what don't. what infuriates me is it, this organization has has politicized this game so much and there is so much fun with these younger players god that, they're made these young guys are awesome and there are so many people that will not even turn this thing on because they feel like <laughs> this organization does not even care about their want viewership. Their, the, yeah, they they don't yeah. want their viewers. But 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 I'm gonna tell you, give it to them, give give them a chance. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last week when uh, Harden got hurt. Uh, maybe no, it was after Kawhi had gotten hurt. LeBron LeBron tweeted out, you know, oh, I tried to tell everybody that starting the season when we started it was going to be bad for the league, and and all these guys were going to get hurt and everything. And you know what? You're sitting on the couch right now. It's only bad. Who who are all these guys getting hurt, Gary? Who are all these guys getting hurt? With old guys, all yeah. the old sons of bitches getting hurt. All the old guys are getting hurt. Yeah, the Lakers are out because guys of, are getting hurt because AD. All this young blood is yeah. where. Listen, new stars, new day, new time, baby. We got new kings that are going to be crowned. Okay. Yes. Trey Young's not getting hurt. Devin Booker's not getting hurt. Giannis ain't getting hurt. Ja wasn't getting hurt. Nope. You're right about that. You got you got young stars throughout this thing that had no problem staying healthy through this season. Okay. It's just the old guys. So do we want to manipulate rules to try to benefit you old guys that aren't as in good enough shape as these young guys? Or do we let the younger guys be better than you because they're better than you. They're more superior than you. They don't need the rest because you had your day. You had your time. And like everything, father time wins. Father time catches up. Father time is undefeated. Except, well, they got one loss. I can't explain Tom, but the well, rest of us. And you can't explain uh, Phil Mickelson. No, I, no, Phil is a, that's that's not father time. <laughs> That that's different. Golf golf is a different golf game. Golf is a different game. You're right. But You're right. but this is just what happens. New stars come into the league. Magic one day came in and Kareem wasn't the guy anymore. All yeah. right. And then Jordan came in the ring. And 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 Larry and Magic weren't the guy anymore. Okay. And then LeBron came in the Kobe and LeBron. Like it all it always the younger stars take over the older stars. The younger line kills the older line. This is what happens. Who okay. You think, who you think we get in the finals? Oh, what? I, who I want? Who I want more than anything? I I love Giannis. I love yeah. Giannis so much. I want. I, w- to see I want Hawks Suns. I want. I want. Hawk so I sons. want. I want Buck Suns because I I love Giannis. Okay. I I want Trey Young against Devin Booker. 
That's what I want. I definitely want. I definitely want the Suns. This Suns team is awesome. I, I was wrong. I was. I'll say it on the show. I said it on Twitter. I was wrong as wrong could be on Aiden. Aiden looked like a guy that was good at basketball because of his size and his natural God given ability. But yeah. in college, he didn't look like he loved to play, and he just looked like a guy that was going to get paid a lot of money, go be in the NBA for a while, really enjoy being a superstar, and then do whatever the hell he wants to do after that because he's just not going to work out. I was wrong. I was dead ass wrong. I'm, I'm admitting that now. That kid looks amazing. Booker is amazing. Chris Paul has led this team. He has taught these young guys how important hard work is. I mean, literally, I, I hear Mike Wilbon all the time on the Tony Conheiser show talk about how Chris Paul is beating into these kids after the games. You don't go out and celebrate. We don't celebrate. You go home, you get a good night's sleep. You watch what you eat. You don't put a bunch of shit in your body. You don't go out partying. You go to sleep because tomorrow everybody in this locker room is counting on your ass to show up tomorrow and go to work. He has taught them the professionalism of, do you want to be a star in the NBA or do you want to work and do something special? And they are doing something special. I'm seeing the side of Chris Paul that I've never seen being a Grizz fan. Now this is fandom here being a Grizz fan. You hate Chris Paul. Yes. You hate Chris Paul. He has ruined our lives for a very long time, and he's been kind of a dick about it. So most Grizz fans loathe him. This is a side of Chris Paul I've never seen before, and this this grown-up leadership side is unbelievable. Devin Booker might be my favorite new player in the game that's not uh, Jaws, uh, Jaw, and and I, it's, it's just amazing. They're just amazing. I, I remember watching Devin Booker sitting on the bench at Kentucky. Like that's how ridiculous oh, yeah. that is. It's, that's it's, how ridiculous that Cal Perry uh, team was. Yes, a hundred percent. My wife actually waited on CP3 when she was a waitress downtown in Memphis. Yep. Uh, she waited on him when the, the Clippers were in town. At one point, he brought his entire family in and had two bodyguards with him. Yeah, to Hooters. Yeah, whole family. <laughs> he brought his family to and Hooters. All, all the kids, uh, Mama, his uh, his wife. Like all of them. Look, I don't judge people. In. I don't. I don't, and, uh, I don't judge anybody. Well, you I mean, it that. was. It's right next to the hotel. It's right downtown. Easy to come in and get like a big table. Um, but brought them True. all in, and she said, uh, "I know everybody hates him, but one of the nicest guys you will." Uh, ever but meet hey, in you your don't hate life. him because he's an asshole. You hate him because of how he's treated us on the court. Oh, I know. I know. And 100%. that is complete justification for hating somebody. By the way, <laughs> I hate it when somebody who has crushed my soul for years i i just want to loathe them and i'm going to loathe them and then like somebody got well but he's really nice guy i don't give a damn if he's a nice guy hope he gets hit by a truck tonight (laughs) is that how you feel about me being an alabama fan uh not you but uh pretty much everybody at out like nick saban yeah yeah i mean if he got hit by a truck tonight i wouldn't I wouldn't lose any sleep at all. That's terrible. Sleep like a baby. That's terrible. That's a, that's an awful. Laugh my ass off. I didn't make it happen. <laughs> Listen, if I'm driving the truck, then you can call me a son of a bitch. Okay. There you but go. other than that, this guy's ruined more of my nights than he has helped. Okay. That's okay. So that's I have a, a right point. to hate him. And it's sports hate. All right. I would never do it. Like if I ever saw him in a store, I would not be one of these fake guys. That's like, Oh, 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 Mr. Saban, Mr. Saban. Can I get your autograph? Can I get a picture? No, I, I don't care. All now, right? you, you'd be I running out you. of the store being like, can you believe that dick shopping in my, yeah, shopping I, in my I, store? I, I don't like you, but I'm not going to bother you either. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to be rude to you. I'm not, I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> I'm not a maniac. All right. But but what you do to me in my sport, listen, this I'm a fan for a reason. I really am a fanatic about these things. I'm insane. I'm a crazy person. But I'm not dangerous. Right? No, you're right. You're right. You're 100% right about that. 
Hey, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's That's, go. I was I was trying to look for some weird stories. Um, uh, I think I think this has been a good enough show. We don't need weird. Yeah, no. This is, well, I mean, there is one. Um, you know, what do you got? There's uh, make it oh, a good one. Now. We can't go. Listen, we've had a good show. It's we, like going on a dud. We have uh, taking chances. It says the revenge of the cows heated up Thursday with yet another instance of a herd getting loose in a U.S. community. This time, a cattle hauling truck rolled over along Interstate 64 in West Virginia. And an emergency dispatcher in Cable County said a bridge connecting Huntington to Lawrence County, Ohio, also had to be shut down temporarily because of the cattle. The dispatcher, who cited policy and declined to give his name, said authorities were deter- were trying to determine how many cattle were on the truck. Uh, however, they all took off in several different directions, including onto the nearby bridge. Uh, the dispatcher said police in Ohio told him they're running up and down the highway there, too. So they... <laughs> These cows, once they got out of that truck, they just went everywhere. Like, well, yeah, they they're probably off to be slaughtered, and they know that. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me, yeah, their, 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 their cow friends came and told them, you ever get on that truck, you're not coming back. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> how many cows can fit on a truck? This is not like a train of cows or like hundreds of thousands of them, right? No, like, it's not that. There has to be like tens of cows. Well, no, I'm sure that it's actually more than that because you can you can attach multiple trailers no, I mean, you're not. You're not pulling multiple trailers of cows. Uh, you I might got, be right. Listen, you're it, not, you, it might I, be I don't tens. know a lot about the trucking business. I guarantee you're not pulling multiple trailers of livestock. I you're, guarantee that's not allowed. You're probably right. Uh, it, it, this kind of coincides with uh, songwriter Diane Warren saved an escaped cow from slaughter recently. Uh, she stepped in Thursday to save the life of a cow that eluded capture for more than a day after a herd escaped from a Southern California slaughterhouse and stampeded through a suburb. The Grammy-winning artist contacted the city of Pico Rivera to arrange to have the cow sent to the farm sanctuary north of Los Angeles. Um, Carmona, who is the city manager, said the city council had already authorized him to open a dialogue about the cow with the owner of the slaughterhouse. So I just, I just, the old, the old, the old duck, duck, go told me <laughs> cow trailers for semi trucks can hold between twenty-eight and thirty cows. Ooh, okay, so yeah. Yeah. That, that ain't that ain't that, listen. That ain't enough cows to cause like a city to shut down. That's okay. If that's enough cows to cause a city to shut down, we got a problem. We it need could, to be having conversations down, with the mayor. It could shut down a highway though. Yeah, but if they're scattering, if they're running everywhere, then eventually they're just gonna run off the side. Well, yeah, eventually. Well, then let them run off the side and get the <laughs> hell out of the way. Get going. <laughs> We got a problem with people uh, stopping and looking at the cows. Just keep driving. You'll be all right. They'll get out of your way. Here's This is what Diane Warren said. She, uh, she's she been a vegetarian for 23 years. She said, cows are very smart, empathetic animals. I mean, they, they knew there was a door open. This morning, I woke up, and I saw there was one cow that had not been caught yet, and they're trying to catch her and getting close to her. I saw her crying out, and I couldn't unsee that. I, I know... I know people might get upset about this, but they, they are smart, they are empathetic, oh, and yes. they are so tasty. Oh, incredibly tasty. I, uh, I so listened delicious. to, uh, so Buck Sexton on his show today was talking about, uh, he lives in New York City, and he said in New York, you know, he's, he's in Nashville right now for his new show, and he has been going out and having barbecue every night. And he said, you know, in New well, York. He's, well, he's not eating cows in, in New York. In, uh, in Nashville? In Nashville, yeah. You don't think so? No, uh, no, no, no. He's eating it. Well, he so he talked if about. If he's eating the, barbecue, he's eating pork. He's, he's not eating cows. He talked about. The, we don't uh, do beef, the beef. They talked about the beef in uh, in New York, and he said in New York, uh, 
It all has to be organic. You have to know how the cow was treated. You have to know the cow's name. You have to know, you know, <laughs> was it treated this way? Was it da 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 Listen, I'm not opposed to all of that. I'm really not. No, I'm really me either. Not. I want my cows to be treated nicely before they're shot and slaughtered for my feasting. <laughs> I would like that. I don't like the idea of factory farming. No, by no, any stretch. of course not. I mean, it's, well, it's bad for the environment. It's bad, it's bad for a lot of stuff. But, it's bad uh, for the cow, and I want the cow to have a good life before I eat it. Yeah, because that way it tastes better. That's right. I have heard that. I feel like I can tell. I can tell when when he wasn't treated well. I don't know why I got to pay the price for that, but <laughs> I didn't treat you like an asshole. I just ate you. I just ate you. Like I, you you must be able to taste like nervous energy. <laughs> like yeah, all yeah. inside of my. I feel like I feel like it definitely doesn't sit well. <laughs> all right, I think that's I think that's good to wrap up the show. <laughs> I'm glad you threw that extra segment in. Look at there. It was good. See, you, I, I was worried. I was worried we were gonna end on a dud. No. I didn't I didn't have faith in you, partner. Just I'm sorry for of, that. Just a lot of a lot of cow stories right now going on, so I figured we needed I like to hit cows. It. So like, yeah, if I'm, I had if I had a lot of money, I would want to to have like a small, small, like little ranch. Really? Cows, pigs, chickens. That's it. Now all to eat? Uh yeah, I'd raise them and eat. I'd eat. I'd eat. Oh yeah. Well yeah, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna keep them for thirty years and let them die of natural causes, Gary. That's ridiculous. Like no, I just have Sounds them. Sounds like a terrible then, idea. Once oh. they have, once they reproduce, yeah, move on to the next. Like let's right. go. It's That's your right. time is up. All right. Is there anything else we need to hit on? No, no. All let's right. get out of here. This has been fun. This has been fun. All right. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com/slash. NCAAF. There are links in the description. If you have listened to the show all the way through, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you. This has been a lot of fun. We enjoy doing this. Uh, this is more of a hobby than anything else, but uh, but we treat it professionally, and we're glad that you guys give us your ear hole for a little while uh, every week to be able to do it. So, with that said, we hope that you treat yourselves well this week. Be kind to each other, all that good stuff. I'm not even going to go through the the typical rundown, but uh, but we do, uh, at the end of the day, hope that all of your tickets cash. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.